Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talks with Comfort Ajibola. Today is day 10 of my 30-day challenge. And this episode actually came to me as a kind of inspiration, a spur of the moment kind of thing. And oops, I didn't I didn't start the video. I didn't start the video. So I'm gonna do this over again. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talks with Comfort Ajibola. And today is day 10 of my 30-day podcasting challenge. Um, This episode came to me as a spur of the moment. And I thought that it would be so important. It has to happen. Me and this particular person need to have a conversation and have it recorded down in the books. Because one day when we are touring the world, people need to know like it started here, guys. It started here. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hi, Miss Linga, Miss Helvi. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Helvi Shinedima. I'm teacher by profession, but a full-time social interviewer. Awesome, awesome. So you and I met because you were Chine. having... Oh, sorry. <laughs> so no you have problem. your napkin? Okay. So you and I met because you were asked to host a public speaking what do I call it? Training, training workshop. Training. Yes. That's right. And then I came literally on the second day because I got word on the second day that it was happening. It wasn't my fault. I'm always out to do no these worries. things. But yeah, I only heard about that on the second day. And one of the things that we discussed during that workshop was just having that confidence. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you very much. So one of the things that we discussed while on that workshop or in the workshop was that self-confidence and being able to just stand in front of a crowd and just have a conversation with people or share what it is that you have to share and I think that even during the workshop you could see that it's something that people really struggle with not just having self-confidence but like having trying to know if I have a voice and what is my voice about so what has been your experience with that, being a public speaker and, you know, hosting these kind of workshops or even just teaching in front of your students? Okay, um, it has been a very good experience, I should say, or learning platform. And, um, okay, how do I put this? Well, being a teacher by profession has actually brought out my public speaking skills or talent in one way or another. Right, and... Um, I noticed this while I was busy teaching at the high school somewhere in North, and um, my experience is that most people are actually afraid to come out to actually express themselves verbally. Most of them prefer writing, yeah. others prefer being silent. Yeah. They actually communicate in different, different ways. So yeah. Um, and with regards to the workshop I have given yeah. in the different entrepreneurs and different people from different professional backgrounds, yeah. that was actually an eye-opening um, a workshop for me because most people realize or um, got to realize that they have a voice mm. that they can actually use for purpose, for something purposeful. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, I think I would stop here for now. <laughs> All right. I think that um, the one thing, because I remember that I wrote a blog, a blog post about this once, is that a lot of people are stuck behind the idea of my voice sounds funny, or people don't listen to a voice like mine. Mine is too high pitched, or you know, it just sounds a certain way. And I always try to tell people that it's not how your voice sounds like. 
I think it's more on what you have to say and how you have and to how say. you have to say it and I, where you have to say exactly it. the audience the audience yeah and I think also people think that nobody wants to listen to them like why would you want to listen why would you want to listen to me I'm just this girl you know or I'm just this guy I don't really have anything to say but I think that if you really think about it those thoughts and those ideas that gone in your mind those you know secret thing not really secret but those unique experiences that you have and the opinions that you form about those experiences those are things that people want to hear or learn from or learn from and i think it's difficult for people to just get past that idea of no this is what people think of me the idea of what people think of them because i think that people think of me like this but i don't actually know what people think of me exactly without yeah. hearing what people think of me i just think false assumptions exactly yeah okay so yeah um i think the other thing is um people also have thing of lack of self acceptance mm-hmm. so they tend to seek acceptance from outside yeah world. And that becomes very difficult because it needs to start with you, yeah. and that's where confidence is also built, mm-hmm. and that's where self-awareness also yeah. comes in. So I think when you're well aware of who you are, you will then be able to stand on a specific ground and communicate whatever message you need to communicate yeah. to an audience. Mm-hmm. And um, anxiety is also built on anxiety <laughs> yeah um, late coming yeah. lack of preparation yeah. and um, sense of belonging yeah. seeking for yeah, yeah. Um, sense of direction mm. and the fear of being nervous yeah. right so if you fear about being nervous you will definitely <laughs> be nervous be nervous yeah, yeah. and um, what people would think about you mm. um, I think you mentioned that mm. We form up these mental pictures of what we think people may think, think about us, us. Yeah. and remember what they say: you attract what you think. So in most cases, that might come into existence because your thoughts actually manifest into reality. That's so true. Yeah, that's so so true. And I think you know, really going down now, straight narrowing it down into self-confidence. I think that a lot of the times we don't have self-confidence and before we do anything for example if when you ask us to when you ask us to present in the workshop one of the first things that came to my mind was oh no i'm not ready um what do i have to say and you find that even in moments like that people voice out their insecurities exactly but why are we so confident to voice out our insecurities but not actually our strengths like I find that so interesting because before you ask anybody to do anything, they're like, oh no, not me. Like, yeah. why would you ask me? I'm not tall enough. I'm not, you know, loud enough. This is not, why, do, why are we so confident to, why do you think we're so confident to voice out our insecurities because, before anything else? Okay, I think most people are more confident in voicing out their insecurities because that's where most people on that's a point when you grow up people mm. tell you you're ugly you're this yeah. so i think it's societal pressure or actually the wow. impact or the effect that comes along with it and if you're not strong enough to withstand yeah. or overcome or go in a different environment that would actually motivate you to be better or to be yourself or to accept yourself then that somewhere somehow plays a role mm. be it when you're a child or when you're older mm. because somebody says you 
sound funny or your English is bad, mm. then you're gonna think everybody else is going to think yeah. of it that way. So yeah. yeah. No, I I find that really it's such a it's such a crazy thing. And it's really true what you said, like our society plays such a big role in all of this. But at the same time, for me especially, at least lately what I've been trying to put into my mind is that we all have insecurities no matter who it is no matter how rich or how poor that person is no matter how good looking we think they are or whatever we all have insecurities so that for me kind of levels the playing ground so when i go up there i need to look for a different way to feel nervous like i would just say okay maybe these people know more than me and it's true maybe they do but at the same time they nobody would call you here or to a platform if they're not interested in what you have to say exactly so that's that's just i feel like that's where i've kind of built my confidence from lately it's slow but it's we're getting there we're getting there you know and you know i challenged you this year i said we should do i said you should do a ted talk and then you said i, I should got do it on the details so we are all going to oh sign my up days. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna do a TED talk. Yeah. I'm so excited. But I think something that, when I think about that, also is just that, like I said, there's gonna be people who know more than I do. And I always think to myself, what do I have to offer? How do you find what you have to offer or um, what you have to say? Okay, that's um, you need to. It's it starts with self awareness, right? Once you know who you are and you get to pinpoint out all your strengths, yeah. um, I think that's where the most power lies, right? So irregardless of how um, more educated the next person is, how well informed they are, how more richer or poor they are, as opposed to you if you're going to speak about poverty or influence it doesn't really matter what matters is what you're good at yeah you need to focus on that and just do focus on that specific um, topic yeah so once you know your strength i think it's not really going to cause a lot of um, discomfort yeah for instance if you have to talk in front of a crowd because you're well aware you're well informed mm-hmm. and you have been talking about that specific topic over a long period of time or communicating mm. it at social events or talking to friends and families so I think mm. it will be less um, more comfortable for you to actually put it out there yeah yeah and what do you there's a an idea that's going around and to put it in a phrase it's basically there's power in vulnerability what do you think about that um, I agree with the statement <laughs> okay how would you yeah. put that into practice um, or you know how would you show your power through vulnerability um, being being true to yourself right in most cases most people tend to fail when sorry <laughs> doing public speaking because um, they tend to try to be somebody else right they try to change in so many ways or try to change their accent or lie about whatever it is they're communicating and that sometimes triggers in a bad way so you need to be humble you need to be yourself you need to be honest with yourself in those 
you're communicating to because you never know you might find an investor for instance if you're pitching a business idea yeah that might want to invest in your business and if they're to ask for more info on whatever it is you might have presented it's going to yeah yeah it's not going to end well so you need you need to really be humble you need to be honest with yourself and people you're communicating to yeah that's how you build trust that's how you connect people can also relate to your um, topic mm. yeah and that's awesome so i'm thinking now of and i feel like you you aren't eating <laughs> i will i will you know these conversations are so interesting mm-hmm. i'm thinking back to myself when i was like in high school and you know those are your formative years they say and you know you really get to you know you know more about yourself you you start discovering what the things that you do like the things that you don't like and you know possibly choosing a career all of that stuff and i think that one of the things that we struggle with also when we are children or when we are that young is that we get so easily influenced influenced you know by society by people by pop culture everything like you get so you you you're just kind of all over the place how do you what would you say to a teenager right now or to a young person right now who's trying to just stand firm in who they are despite all of these things that are going on all around them okay um before I give any advice um, to that teenager, we need to know, or they need to be informed that um, you will always have your negative, or you will always have your bad side, right? Mm. Nobody has it 100%. Mm. They will have, yeah, the weak side of mm. them. So they need to then not, um, they need to use their strength to overcome whatever. The weakness mm-hmm. right so they need to see to it that they stand firm in what they want to do and who they want to become mm-hmm. by not following too much um, trends yeah. that they see around on mm-hmm. social media on the streets or at school just to fit in or to look cool to be yeah. regarded as cool it's not always necessary because yeah. in the end it's going to be you sitting alone with the consequences yes. so you need to think about that and um, you need to think what it is you really want and why you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and how that specific task or that involvement you're in is going to take you from point A to B. Yeah. How is it going to help you upgrade in your future? So before they take anything or follow anything that might be detrimental to their uh, current state or future, yeah. they need to think of the consequences. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have fun. Mm. Of course, they, they're allowed to have fun. <laughs> but then they are young. to yeah. minimize it and yeah. stick to what is more important. Yeah. yeah. But you know, sometimes when when people are telling you that as a child, it's so. It sounds. I don't want to say boring, but it just sounds like oh, you just don't want me to have fun. You know, like you, you're trying to stop my fun. Why are you trying to stop my fun? I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to be a kid. Mm. But at the same time, you do have to think about the consequences. You do have to think about what is going to happen tomorrow. If I do this today, what is tomorrow going to look like? And it, it's not something that everybody can do when they're young, but it's it's definitely something that can pay in the long run. Yeah, but then if I had a child, yeah, right. Um, I would I wouldn't really be strict towards my kid, but I'm going to 
be the type of parent that would inform their child like okay if you do a b and c these are the consequences right and you're allowed to do a b and c but only to this extent because most cases most teenagers uh, rebel or they actually tend to be more curious to try things because they are regarded as the scary activity True. and then they want to challenge that do you understand so maybe i'm guilty <laughs> I would also encourage parents to not be too strict with yeah. their kids, but rather let them live life on a normal balance. balance. Yeah. yeah, and not be too strict because when they're too strict, kids tend to do things behind closed doors. Yeah. And when they get the opportunity to actually be free to explore, yeah. they just go wild. Yeah. yeah. So, just my mom always told me to be myself i can get a boyfriend in grade nine eight. yeah but if i'm to do a b and c i could fall pregnant yeah. so i knew the consequences yeah that's but she cool. didn't make it look like it's you know yeah yeah that's cool yeah you are a teacher mm-hmm. so what are the most profound things that you have noticed about just being around kids and being a teacher and having that kind of mindset like you said where you give them like a, a good balance to you can do this but there are consequences so what have been some of the really profound things that you have learned about um, children while kids, working with children kids kids are adorable right so adorable. yeah and um the easily adapt that's, yeah that's a good trait about kids so if you are to spend with a child for a week they tend to adapt to the new rules or the, the new lifestyle you introduce them to so i wouldn't really or entirely blame kids for the way they behave sometimes because they learn those things from the neighbors the environment they're they, they're in the parents yeah. classmates in school the teachers because like kids trust their teachers so much when a child goes home and the parent tries to correct them they say my teacher say <laughs> one plus one equals to three even if it's wrong yeah do you understand so That's kids adapt very easily yeah. and they um they copy whatever it is they see you doing and even if you don't see it immediately or in a short period of time yeah if you are to compare how they were before you met them mm. and how they transform after some period of time mm. it is really really a huge difference wow. so most teachers and parents need to really lead by good example yeah i think that's difficult sometimes because each child is a different personality i get yeah, that yeah but then you as a you as the as the leader or as the exemplary person sometimes you just want to live your life sometimes you just want to it's true sometimes you just want to like you know just do things without just be human in that moment how do you stay conscious you yourself as a teacher how do you stay conscious and stay grounded and stay consistent whilst you are still being yourself and being an example to these children um it's very easy i should say <laughs> easy yeah um, what are the tricks okay first of all you need to know the kids mm. right you need to know their weaknesses their strength you need to evaluate what makes them happy and what makes mm. them sad mm. and what is they really like so when one child is down for a day 
might notice, mm. right? So you need to maintain that close relationship with the kids. And once you find out what their strengths and weaknesses are, or their insecurities are, you should actually motivate them to not pay attention to the negative stuff, mm. but rather focus on the positive stuff, right? And not pay too much attention to what the outsiders or the fans may be saying. Encourage the kids to do better and be themselves, right? So once the child gets comfortable to be the, themselves, it gets very easy for you to also fall back and do you. Because then they won't mind messages as a human yeah. and she needs to be herself, yes. you understand? Oh, okay. So you need to explain to them, this is me, this is what I like. Even give yourself a nickname mm. that they might find funny just to create that comfortability yeah. between you and the child. Yeah, it shouldn't look like you are this monster in front of them, always shouting. Or whenever you come to them, it should be strictly school yeah. stuff that sometimes creates a distance between you and the child. Yeah. Yeah. I found it interesting um, during the workshop when we had that exercise um, to prepare a speech and Andrea said he came to your school and that he presented in front of them. I found it so interesting that they had all these pointers for him and, you know, they knew... They knew what it was to be a public speaker and to present, and they could even pick up on some things that he wasn't aware of. How were you able to teach them these kind of things? I mean, for me, already, they just sound like they're the most <laughs> self-confident individuals, and they are ready to take on the world. How did that happen, and how can the rest of us get in on that? I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, kids learn through watching. Right, so yeah. they normally maybe observe what I do yeah. and then they pick up. And um, but there are times I put them in front and mm. tell them, Okay, this is you don't use um, too much gestures. Okay. I don't know why I'm even using a lot of gestures here, but yeah, <laughs> um, and comfortable. And they normally um, ask for feedback when they're okay. done giving a speech, and I also really. I'm very honest with them and mm -hmm. frank with them. I don't sugarcoat them. Okay. Unless if it's necessary, when they feel better about something, they shouldn't feel about mm. better about, yeah. and then that's where I come in with a little, you know. Mm. And um, I think they just see me talk, and then they copy and paste. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, we. So cool. I remember only gave them public speaking training twice, if that's a lot. <laughs> and yeah. the rest of us are still here. <laughs> yeah, so I think they, they, they pick up that and normally you find this, that are speaking and they're looking down, mm. right, or on the sides, or they're speaking and giving their back to the class. Mm. So those are the ones I normally talk to and say, you need to face the class, you need to face the audience, and don't mention my name continuously because you're not talking to me, you're talking to your classmates. So feel comfortable, you know those people, you meet them every day, yeah. so feel comfortable. That's so cool. Yeah. So what would be the top three tips that you would give to anybody right now who wants to build self-confidence or who, not just to talk in front of a crowd, but just to live, just to live life on a daily basis, to go out into the street, to meet a stranger, be able to just have a conversation, or even just to carry yourself in a crowd, 
um, the very first tip I would give oh yeah but I also forgot to mention that um, one tip I use on the kids is I motivate them okay. whenever they are talking and they feel like ah, I'm not good enough yeah. or I'm not speaking loud enough mm. I normally go and say you're doing good mm. keep on going mm. and then they actually build the confidence from there yeah. wow. but the number one tip I would give is don't try to fit in just be yourself That's so cool. <laughs> do you be you and um, find people that compliment you, find people that share the same sentiments as you, people that wouldn't judge you for who you are, people that wouldn't try to break you down all the time and always try to see the negative stuff in you. Pin- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, try to hang with people that are more positive, people that also like conversating mm-hmm. and that like not arguments, but having, you know, this deep constructive, constructive yeah. conversations yeah. or questioning stuff, mm. you know. People that aren't just all about partying. Yeah. I'm not saying it's wrong to be a party person, but yeah. Um, and you need to attend events, mm. right? Because that's when you get to meet strangers that mm. you'll have to communicate to for yeah. the very first time. And um, you also need to pay attention to your thoughts mm. because they really play a big role yeah i wasn't confident until grade 11 mm. when i told myself whatever the classmates are going to do i need to go out there and talk mm. because it's i'm not doing it for them mm. i'm doing it for my marks mm. you understand so that's where i got the confidence from or that's where i got out of the, mm. the shell mm. so you need to um yes it this doesn't mean that you shouldn't accept Criticism, yeah, yes, you are never hundred um, percent perfect. Yeah, there could be uh, mistakes you're doing in your speech, and yeah. somebody else tries to correct you. You shouldn't be, um, yeah. So you shouldn't be too arrogant and say, yeah. ah, "I know I'm the expert, yeah, I'm the best." That sucks. You can't. That's the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> the worst. Don't have that attitude and practice. Yeah, practice really makes it. Um, good if not perfect yeah. and ask for feedback um, it could be from friends relatives just sit in front of an audience and, and then give your speech or record yourself send it to somebody to give you feedback mm. if need be and um, what are the other tips you should watch videos read a lot of books just to um, improve your diction because you can't always be using baby language there are certain standards for certain events yeah, it's gotta be talks yeah yes. so you need you need to be um, um how do i put this you need to be on track yeah yeah so yeah that's, that's awesome that's awesome thank <laughs> you <be> humble. Awesome. <laughs> thank You're you welcome. so much for this episode thank you for sitting with me having a discussion no now we're gonna finish our pizza guys <laughs> now it's time to finish this now pizza it's time for you to eat <laughs> it's time now it's time but thank you so much for tuning into this episode do subscribe for more there's more coming always always and check out the podcast comfort ajibola talks with comfort ajibola on all your podcasting platforms and do are you on social media yes, yes, yes. shout um, out your social media <laughs> on twitter instagram no just facebook and instagram okay 
so LinkedIn, do follow her well, but guys i'm not really good <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there yeah. so instagram and facebook do give her a follow and let's continue the conversation see you on the next one bye If you enjoyed listening to this episode, do check me out on my social media and let's continue the conversation. Check me out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Talks with Comfort or just Comfort Ajibola, C-O-M-F-O-R-T-A-J-I-B-O-L-A, Comfort Ajibola. See you on the next episode.